This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. One quick announcement. Tinkered Thinking has released its first book, The Lasilius Parables, Volume 1. As many will know, a short story is released every Sunday, and this book is an illustrated collection of the first 50 stories released on the podcast. An enormous amount of effort and love went into this project in order to bring it to life. If you want to check it out, go to tinkeredthinking.com slash bookstore. Episode 949, A Few Words on Editing. It's perhaps a grave sin to start out on a piece of writing with such a title that is destined to receive no editing itself. If any redemption exists, it's in the idea and the hope that this piece of writing will describe how it would change if this writer's eyes and ears were dragged through its syllables of meaning over and over, straightening the tangles, bending the arc, conditioning the shape, and taking heed of each and every word, both within its own sentence and within the whole of the piece it appears. First, there's the basic stuff, the misspelled words, the issues of grammar and syntax, the pedantic stuff. Indeed, it wasn't until just a couple centuries ago that such customs were somewhat standardized. Shakespeare, for example, spelled his own name a dozen different ways, made up words when it suited him, and took the same liberty with grammar when it suited him. As much as lexicographers and linguists, like those heading up the Académie Française, would prefer, Language is a slippery shapeshifter, changing almost as fast as we can learn it. Indeed, changing because new minds are learning language from different points of view, in new points of time and configurations of culture and history. Combing through the sort of pedantic detritus that consists of purely tedious things like spelling and syntax is, unfortunately, where most people think editing begins and ends. On the contrary, a robust editing process takes a rough draft and puts it through such a rigorous gamut of stress and expansion that it begins to resemble the incongruence that often marks the shape and size of a particular species and its distant ancestor. Enormous blue whales evolved from coyote-like creatures that walked on land with four legs, and apparently all of us wriggling and twitching beings evolved from a particularly fortuitous eukaryote cell. In short, the final draft often looks quite a bit different from the first draft. Sometimes the writing just flows and it lands on the page with rare perfection. But this is the exception and the rule is that creation needs to be needed, worked, molded, hammered, stress-tested, sharpened, and honed. This process happens at all levels, from single words to clauses and sentences to paragraphs and chapters. Perhaps the most useful concept regarding the editing process is encapsulated by a particularly grim dictate, murder your darlings. The phrase makes more sense in the visual arts. Say, for example, you've drawn a beautiful hand. It's the best part of the entire model you've drawn, and it's simply an exquisite rendition. But it's in the wrong place. Perhaps it's a little too far down, or it requires the arm to be unusually long. That beautiful, exquisite local rendition is a darling, and it needs to be murdered for the good of the whole. A fairly cruel and harsh notion, no doubt, but this is how evolution occurs. The overwhelming majority of animals, species, critters, and slithering things that Mother Nature has killed off in order to get the world to its current state that includes humans is beyond human comprehension. 
the earth is a churning graveyard of creativity, and so must be the page for the writer and artist. The delightful benefit that a writer alone perhaps has is that pieces and fragments can be saved to later germinate their own creations. The visual artist isn't always so lucky, literally, and Mother Nature perhaps misses out on this handy copy-paste entirely. The process includes the opposite. Rough drafts aren't simply culled and whittled down. Pieces of writing must also be given space to expand and grow. Such later growth might again be whittled away before the piece is done, but the exploration is necessary. The expansion of one passage might simply be useful for casting a different passage in the correct light to be improved, after which it might meet the eraser. Each piece of writing demands a bit of a dance from the writer. It presents by saying, here we are, now where are we going to go? A move in one direction, the cutting of a paragraph, the rewritten sentence, changes the entire fabric, flow and feel. The message changes, a reaction that ensues from any change. The piece of writing becomes an organic morphing thing in this respect. Sentences and paragraphs read differently depending on how they are framed, what they are juxtaposed with, and the overall culture of the words being cultivated. The process is, unfortunately, never-ending. Each writer invariably reaches an asymptote in the process that represents the functional limit of ability given the piece of writing at that time. This can certainly change given more experience and a return, but for that to happen, a writer eventually has to move on and try a hand with a new piece of writing. Whether unfortunate, bittersweet, or a touching tribute to the notion of eternity, pieces of writing are never really finished. We just stop working on them after a certain point. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast. Or you can support it directly. And you can do this on the support page at tinkeredthinking.com. Both one-time support and monthly subscription support options are available. Thank you for your support of the show. It's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Any feedback or questions are always welcome, so feel free to reach out. And until tomorrow, remember to be careful about the context.